Well, let's do transfer deadline day first because <laughs> um, the clock is ticking. What's the uh, what's the situation with Fam first of all? There's no change. Uh, Famara's trained this morning. Big smile on his face. Trained well and preparing for the Brentford game on Wednesday. Any inquiries for him at all today? Not that I'm aware of today. There was one or two bits over the weekend, but nothing at all today, no. Well, that's great news if he's going to be staying for the rest of the season. Do you think you can uh, persuade him to sign a new deal between now and the summer? Well, Famara's always said that he wants to stay at Bristol City, so... Um, of course, the club will keep talking to him and his representatives and, and, and let's hope we can we can get that one sorted. I think, from my point of view, as I've said many times before, the main thing is to is to keep him in and around the squad. And um, and when he's been on the pitch of late, he's, he's been performing, scored some goals, of course, and, and he's been in decent form prior to prior to the game on the weekend. So, um, as I say there, the most important thing for me is that, he, that he's fit and he's available. And whether his long-term future is with you or somebody else, do you think he'll be motivated by essentially being in the shop window for the next few months? It's an interesting way to look at it. I think from ours, the person I know, he's motivated to, to play football and, and to give everything that he's got in, in every performance. Uh, certainly while he's got a Bristol City shirt on, that's what he'll be doing. So, um, yeah, anything that comes beyond that, as you say, is hypothetical right now. We focus on this next game. Have you been looking at adding anyone at all today? We've had a little look at, at the left-back position. We started out with a long list and, and it's getting very, very short. Every time I speak to somebody, there's, uh, they've had an injury or two at their end and now they're not letting the, you know, that particular player come out. So it's a very, very small list that we're working towards. And uh, as, as, a, as it stands right now, I don't expect any more business to be done. What does that mean in terms of Tommy Rowe's situation then? What can you tell us? Well, he's got some swelling this morning um, from, from the knock that he got on the weekend. He's having some tests at the, um, and we'll see in, in this next little bit of time just, just exactly how long he might be out for. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that. We've, we've obviously got Mariapa that's played there before. We've, we've Sessignon on the way back. And George Nurse is, is somebody that's come back into the group, although he's not fit just yet. So, um, you know, if, if that's what we go with, that's what we go with. So the door to the roof is open a little bit tonight, is it possibly? Well, as I say there, to, to, to be blunt, we don't expect it to do any business. It is, what, seven, what if we got seven hours um, prior to it closing? You, you never know in this crazy world that we live in right now what, what may happen. Yeah. And in your experience, um, if, if someone was going to be interested in, say, FAM today, you would have known about it by now, wouldn't you? You wouldn't expect a sort of a last minute offer to come in at this stage from somebody. Again, it's, every club operates differently. We're a club that like to get our business done early. We like to be organised and prepared. Some, you know, depending on other club circumstances, that you know they may be looking at three or four different options, and then they don't get them, and then they might come late. And that's why you see this, all this crazy stuff uh, around Sky Sports as, as the window is about to close. So, I was to say, we we don't expect anything to happen. I think we would have known by now if if anything was going to happen. But as I say, you never quite know. Yeah. Uh, newspapers up in the northeast were mentioning Bristol City with Britta Sombalonga, and I know he's been linked with the club previously before. Have there been any conversations at your end about him as a, as a potential target in this window? I think, respectfully, the one thing I will never do is talk about another club's players. I think, as you say there, there's been widespread uh, media reports, um, which I'm told about. I don't read myself. And... Um, 
no, I'm not prepared to comment on, on any players. I don't think that's fair. I wouldn't want another manager talking about our players. What about this game on Wednesday? Um, Brentford put seven past Wickham at the weekend. Have you have you had a watch and what did you think of their performance? Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a, it's a team that we know well. We've, we've prepared twice previously in the last couple of weeks to play against them and it never quite happened. So, uh, no, we know what type of team Brentford are. They're, they're one of the best teams in the division. They're on a fantastic run of form. It's a great opportunity for us. We we were well below the standards uh, at the weekend of what the players are capable of producing and we've spoke to them this morning about that. Uh, they're, they're a real honest group of, of players who, who know that we weren't at it and we need to respond. And, and this opportunity in this next game is exactly that. All, all we lost on the weekend was, was the opportunity to take three points to get us further into that playoff pack. What we don't lose is, is confidence, is belief uh, in individuals' performances, belief in, in their teammates either. You know, we, we, we manage the results, win or lose, and, um, and we always look for that next one. It's always about what you do next, I believe. And um, as I say, we're still in a decent enough position, a position that a lot of clubs would like to be in, irrespective of the, of the disappointment from the weekend. So we're, we're looking forward Looking forward to this opportunity on Wednesday. And it's a chance, as I say, to go there and, and try and get a positive result. Tony, uh, they've got Ivan Tony, they've got uh, De Silva, they've got um, sort of threats all over the place, haven't they? Canos. Um, how do you shut all that down? Well, they're a team that have, that have been together for a while now. They have a set way of playing. They've got some fantastic individuals, as they say, as you say there, sorry. And... Um, it's a big test for us. There's no doubt about that. And um, what's important now is that we get our performance levels right. They have got weaknesses, as every team does. Uh, what you've got to do is make sure you you limit their threats as much as you can. And uh, we've got to make sure we carry a threat as well. We didn't carry nowhere near enough of a threat at Derby. We've got to make sure we carry a threat. And um, as I said, we certainly won't be going anywhere to to sit and defend for 90 minutes. You've got to carry a threat in any game and look and look to, as I say, to, for that positive result. And that that'll be our mindset. As always, many thanks. Go. Cheers, Ali. Cheers, mate. Dean, on transfer deadline day, is there any chance of any of your players going out? Um, might there be any loans to go out yet, or are you all finished there? Yeah, I think there'll be one, Gregory. It's probably going to be announced um, probably in the next hour or so via the club's channels. And uh, yeah, there'll be one one of the youngsters that's going to get a, a good loan out in League One. Um, other than that, I think we'll, uh, as I say, I don't think there'll be any other business. Great stuff. And just on, on the team for Wednesday, is there any other further team news at all? Well, Joe Williams is, uh, is earmarked to play again for the under-23s tomorrow. Hopefully he'll, he'll get himself through 60 minutes, 75 minutes, something like that, and, and really push himself towards coming back into that first-team squad. Um, Jamie Patterson's back training now as, as he's assessing. I think Pato's in front of Sess in terms of fitness at the moment. Um, so we would expect Pato to be to be the next one in. Uh, train well today. We'll see. We'll see where he's at tomorrow. Some of those guys going to play in the under 23s tomorrow. Yeah, they will be. Yeah, yeah. As I say, there's um, a couple of lads that have been with the first team in, in recent weeks. So yeah, they'll be they'll be getting some minutes tomorrow in in the under 23s. We'll have a little, we'll have a little look at that in the afternoon. We'll, we'll train in the morning, then we'll drive across to Western and have and have a look at him. Okay, and just on two of your players, how's Haki Badelikan doing? He's uh, he's had a tough time, Gregory. He's, he's come back in from loan, um, straight into the team and, and done well. And he's picked up. Um, we're still waiting to find out the full extent, but he's got a, he's got a problem with his back. Um, sounds 
quite a complicated injury, to be honest with you. So we're still waiting on the, the reports coming back from, from the specialist and stuff. So no real timescale on that just yet, but he's, he's feeling something in, in his back. So we just have to we just have to look into that and, and see exactly see exactly what it is and how long he might be out for. Okay, and Hanno Masengo, obviously um, he's been a little bit involved, but um, how, how do you see his development this season? And is he a guy that we could see a bit more of in the, sort of towards the end of this season? Yeah, I think that's the, the challenge for, for Hanno. He's, he's probably not played as much football as he would like. Certainly in recent weeks, um, he seems to have the bit between his teeth, showing a little bit more physicality in, in his play. He's a very, very good footballer, as we well, as we all know. And um, he came sort of re really bursting onto the scene at such a young age. And I think with any young player, I think there's always going to be a time to, you know, to, to, to have some ups and downs. And um, no, he's been training well. He's been training well. And as you say, he's been featuring from the bench um, of late. And um, no, I think there's, there's definitely uh, some, some more game time for him now, yeah. Great stuff. Good luck for Wednesday. Thank you. James? Yeah, hi. Hi, Dean. How are you doing? Hey. All right. Um, most things have been covered pretty extensively already. So I've just got one question really from me on a slightly different topic. Um, it's LGBT History Month this month, and we're hoping and planning to do a fair bit on it. And I just remember there was an incident, if you can call it that, a, a couple of years ago, where someone claiming to be a footballer, a professional in the, in the championship, set up this Twitter account saying that they were going to come out a certain time on a certain day and then it built up a lot of global interest and then eventually they deleted the account and said they weren't going to I just remember I so I just wonder whether you remember that what your thoughts were on it at the time and if you think if at all we're any closer to that point that moment when a high profile footballer in the in England in the UK might come out publicly it's a great question James I do remember it well yeah I certainly hope so I really do I think I think people of all different backgrounds, of different race, of different sexualities, are just as equal as, as anybody else. And uh, there's been a lot of um, media built up in, in recent times around certain things. And I think it's, it'd be amazing to, to be in a world where you know, whatever your sexuality was, whatever colour you were, whatever race you were, you could come out and be yourself and be comfortable and be accepted into any environment. And um, certainly something I speak to, me and my wife speak to, to our children about a lot. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a topic of discussion that we bring up a lot with our children because we want, we want every single scenario possible to be normal. And um, as I say, I really hope at some point that somebody would, and it would take guts because of the, you know, the, social media world that we live in nowadays and it's easy for people to, to poke fun and and things like that so i really hope that at some point certainly in the future the near future that yeah somebody and i think it would would, would become um as normal really quickly because i think there's in every in every uh in every business in every job all over the world of course there's different people with sexuality why not why not in football it's ridiculous so i, I really hope so yeah do you think, because there's been, and this will be the last thing for me, I think, but obviously there's been lots of incidents and it's getting more and more attention these days of cases of racial abuse from social media and from fans and things. Do you think that could actually be pushing us further away from the moment where someone comes out as gay in football? Because it's a similar thing. They think they might get potential abuse in the same way that some people have racially. Yeah, I think there's, 
there's two ways of, of looking at things, isn't it? When you when you're making decisions, I suppose you either make a decision out of fear or you make a decision out of love. And I think, uh, of course, it would take a lot of guts, as, as you just said there, because uh, again, what things that me and my wife speak to about our children about social media, essentially, you you're allowing the school bullies to to enter your your living room and your bedroom and, and your house. You know, in the old days before social media, you know them. The bullies and all them idiots were left at school or left at the, wherever away from your home and you're allowed to go home and that was your safe place and nowadays through social media yeah of course it's, it's almost like inviting them into your house so um i think we've got to be careful i think there's it's become really normal now for people to poke fun at each other on social media and we've seen um recently as well some certainly some high profile people you know with committing suicide and things like that on the back of um things that they've experienced, particularly through social media and stuff. So no, it's um, it's got to be made easier, I think, for, for people to to be who they truly believe they want to be without without the criticism. So I think social media has got a huge part to play in that. Lovely. That's it for me, I think, Dean. Thanks very much. Thanks, James. Cheers. My glass is always half full, Dean. And uh, despite your disappointment at Derby, you are still only three points off the playoffs. And we were extolling the virtues of the fact that you'd won five out of seven before Derby. So uh, things are still pretty positive. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. I, my glass is always full. Of course, the evening of, of, of the defeat at Derby and the following day is difficult because there's such disappointment around. And um, you've got to snap out of it quickly. Um, we don't brush anything under the carpet. We address the situation. We spoke to the players this morning. The performance was nowhere near the level that the players are capable of. Um, but what the Brentford game does on Wednesday, it gives you an opportunity and um, an opportunity to respond, opportunity to try and get that net, that net positive result. So the only thing we lost at the weekend was the opportunity of three points, which would have pushed us right into that playoff pack. What we never do is, is lose confidence, is lose belief in, in individuals' um, performances in belief in, in their teammates as well. We keep the, the spirits strong. As I say, we're honest in our assessment and we move forward quickly. And that's what you've got to do. We've got we've got 10 games in the next 31 days. So you can never get too high, never get too low. But certainly the, the performance on Wednesday is something I'm looking forward to. Dean, one way that I look at it, and I don't know whether you look at it in a similar way, but this is a perfect game on Wednesday. Brentford are in incredible form. And it is a real challenge for you. But after what happened at the weekend, you've got an opportunity as individuals and a team to pr prove that you belong in this promotion race and you belong at the top end. Absolutely. It's, uh, you're right, it's going to be a huge challenge. It's a, a fantastic team, a team that's been together for a while now. They have a set way of playing, some great individuals. And, and, and in Tony, they've got the star man in, in, the, in the division. Um, they've also got some weaknesses and we've got to make sure we exploit them on the day. That, that's the game of football. Uh, we've got to make sure you compete. You've got to make sure that you you try to limit the opposition strengths and you've got to make sure you take your opportunities when they come. And um, as I say, we're really looking forward to it. You're right, it's a great game for us. A chance to go and perform in front of the cameras on Wednesday night and we're, we're thoroughly looking forward to it. And Dean, just one final one from me, just as a bit of an insight. I know all managers are different. You've still got 60 points up for grabs, including Wednesday, 57 after Wednesday. I know some managers have got targets and charts on their wall in their offices and if they miss out on points where they think they were going to pick up points, they've then got to get those back at a game where perhaps they weren't expecting any reward. Do you have any targets from the last 60 and do you do anything similar? 
That's a great question. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've got a chart on the wall. And um, what it does allow you to do is after a disappointment like Saturday against Derby, it allows you to look at exactly where you are. And um, sometimes you can get caught up in that most recent result, as I say, as disappointing as it was. And it's the same when you win games. It doesn't mean to say everything's rosy in the garden. But it just allows you to uh, to take a step back to see, you know, the bigger picture. Are we on track to, to be where we want to be? And um, as you say, we're, we're three points out of the playoffs. There's plenty of clubs that would... That would that would swap positions with us right now. Dean, have a great week. Thank you. You too.